Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Mm, We sure do. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Okay. And buckle up because I'm going to give you all the ways you can reach us and find us online before we get started. All right. Here we go. If you want to reach us, our voicemail and text number is 781-591-0390. And you can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod on Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast where the password is serums. 
Join us. Please join us. Leave your field to flower as they <laughs> sing in the song from Pippin. Yes. <laughs> I had to sing that in a sixth grade chorus, like choral concert, and that song has never left my brain. I Isn't think it about weird? it almost every day. Wow. Well, anytime anyone's like, join us, I, my brain, I, imme- like, I immediately launch into that song. It's very weird and it's very annoying because why, why don't like, more important things stay in my brain? The eternal question. Truly. Well, Dory, it's a big, uh, a big day here because you got a big, you got a huge box of bras. How long did it take you to try on all these bras? Um, it took like an hour almost for oh the initial God. try on because, okay. So as previously mentioned on this podcast, I did a virtual bra fitting with Nordstrom again, not sponsored, but Nordstrom wants to pay for my bras. Great. But um, they sent me a bunch of bras to try on. They sent me 15 bras in like this <laughs> massive box. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? That's a lot. Um, Yeah, it's a lot. And they sent a couple different sizes because even though she had me measure, it's like, I feel like the measurements are never like totally accurate. And every bra brand has like slightly different sizing. Um, So she sent a couple different sizes. She sent, I asked her to send some underwire and some non-underwire. So she did that. It was, it's just like a lot of bras. So here's what I did. I tried them all on first, like just an initial try on, because I figured I could eliminate some like right off the bat. And indeed I could. Um, So I eliminated probably half of them right away. Um. And While you were doing this story, were you listening to podcasts? Were you listening to music? Was it quiet? I don't know why this was, is important, but I need to it know. Was, it was quiet. Okay. Um, and then the rest of them, I've been trying, I've been doing like an extended try on. So I realized this is the amazing thing about getting a huge box of bras sent to your house and then being able to, at your leisure, choose the ones you want to keep because I feel like every time I've ever gone to a bra store, I've tried on a bra. I've been like, this feels good because I've had it on for 30 seconds. Yup. 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 And the salesperson's like, that looks great. And I'm like, great. And then I get home million dollars later. And I put it on and like, yeah. And they're expensive. And then like literally like 10 minutes later, I'm like, this is not comfortable. And I've like already taken the tags off. So What's great about this is I keep the tags on, but I can wear each of them for like an hour or two and really get a feel for it. So that's been awesome, I will say. I have, so I have two that are finalists so far. I'm wearing one that I, that I, I like. Um, the one I was wearing. At the end of the day yesterday, I eliminated. It's a different size than I was wearing pre-pregnancy. And so I'm like, did my boobs grow or was I just always wearing the wrong size? Dude. I mean. 
I wish my mind could, is blown. I wish we could time travel and like some people would go back to like stop the plague and you would go back just to figure out what's going on with your bras back yes, in time. Yes, like I never even tried on this size. It was never, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's like so weird. Definitely towards the end of my pregnancy, like my boobs got enormous and I was wearing nursing bras and then I just wore nursing bras while I nursed and then... After that, I kind of continued wearing nursing bras because I felt like my old bras didn't fit anymore and I didn't want to be wearing underwear. Then the pandemic hit and I was like, great, bralettes. So like I hadn't really worn a real bra for a a long time. You know, I'm glad we're putting this much time into boobs because for so long it was just like, well, whatever. You just kind of live with the discomfort and the wrong bra size, but like no more. Amen to that, Kate. Right? We are taking no, a stand. I, I will say, though, I do think that the being able to wear the bra for yes. a while is a game changer. It's like buying a running shoe, not having run in the, the running sneaker. It's like, what? It's like buying a car without taking it for a test drive. Yes. Uh, I mean. So are you test driving right now? I am. Okay, I am test okay. driving right now. Okay. Okay. Can't even tell. This is what I'm wearing. Oh, it's very pretty. Looks comfortable. I like. I like a thick strap. Yeah, I do too. I like a thick strap. I like to be kind of like you know held held in. Me too. Exactly. Oh. So listen. Thank you for coming with me on this journey because you know it just goes to show we're always learning new things about ourselves. We are, and we're also like I think unlearning. A lot of the ways we've been taught to dismiss things about our body or just live with whether it's uncomfortable clothes or things that don't properly support us Mm -hmm. or even just like living with medical conditions that we're just told to like suck up and deal with. Like I think that's that's a larger issue that pertains to women. And we're not going to take it anymore. All right. Listen, I have been just going to town on my bras. I don't have too much to share, to be honest. I mean, you know, I I'm kind of reeling because we found out this week that that even after being told our schools were not going to go back at all this year, things have shifted very quickly. And Los Angeles announced a return to hybrid school. And so we're now just kind of processing it and figuring out how that's going to work. And so wow. that's, you know, and, and my kids' mental health is just all over the place. And we're just all kind of, we're just all kind of in it and figuring it out. But that's, I'm, you know, it's, it's, things are changing very quickly. And so it's just kind of like, whoa, like, how do I stay on top of all this? And like, how do I feel about totally. everything? And, and so my self-care has been uh, watching TikToks. That's Go on. All. Well, I now, I now like, okay, got into bed last night. At like literally nine o'clock, I was like tucked in. Uh, I had a book that I wanted to finish, Sally Thorne's Second First Impressions. Very good. I did finish it, um, but I started. I started reading at like eleven because I had sat in bed and just like talked, tick talked for a while. Wow. Specifically, I was turned on to this kind of drama on TikTok right now, where there's an intentional living commune in Tennessee that many people are insinuating is is more of a cult uh 
and they've been like public sharing their address and giving tours of their community. And then people are debunking them and going doing deep dives. So I'm very invested in that right now. It's like right up my alley. I'm very invested in the debunkers. I now follow all of them. I now follow the members of this community. It's become a whole thing. So last night I was like, I'll just, I'll just go deep on that. This is fun. I, I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? Right? Why yeah, not? Why not? And then at eleven o'clock, I was like, "Well, it's late. Oh my I gosh. should go to bed." But I really wanted to finish my book, so I sat up and finished my book for the next forty-five minutes, and it was great. I'm glad I finished it. It was a really yummy little yummy romance from Sally Thorne, who wrote the Hating Game. So this book, Second First Impressions, it comes out. I believe in April. Hold on, I'm going to get the exact date. Okay, so it comes out uh, April 13th. I was very fortunate to get an early copy. I love Sally's books. So if you need a good romance in the spring, get in there. Um, I am currently reading Billion Dollar Whale, The Man Who Fooled Wall Street, Hollywood, and the World. We're so different. We're so different. (laughs) What? (laughs) Billion Dollar Whale? Okay, briefly, because I know we have to move on. You know the the scandal about the Malaysian businessman who fu- who uh, bankrolled Wolf of Wall Street? Does this ring oh, any yes. bells for you? Yes, yes, yes. Is it about this yeah. guy? It's about okay. that guy. Yeah. It sounds fascinating. I actually, I feel like I've, someone else has recently mentioned this book, or maybe you mentioned it, but the, I, the title Billion Dollar Whale struck me as, like, I feel like I've heard it before. Anyway. You probably have. You are enjoying Billion Dollar Whale? I'm enjoying it. The, some of the finance stuff gets really in the weeds, and I don't totally follow it, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's, fa- it's a fascinating tale. So, all right, listen, we need to take a break. Okay. When we come back, we're, t- we're talking relationships today, and then we're talking we posture and necks and backs. It's going to so be much. fun. It is. Okay. Be right back. 
let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. 
Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right. We are back with a text. Hey, Kate and Dory, my best friend and her boyfriend just broke up. They have a two-year-old and they've been together for a while. So I know this is hard on both of them. She's in the U.S. and I'm living abroad. I've sent her flowers and a meal, but I'd love to hear if y'all or listeners can give any advice on how to support her during this time. Well, first of all, it sounds like you've already done a, a great job. Those are such nice gestures. Yeah. And um, ways to support your friends. So like kudos to you, listener. Yeah. Um, you know what? I recently shared a tweet on my Instagram story. It's by someone named Megan Devine at Refuge in Grief. And they wrote, want to help a grieving friend? Let them be sad. The thing is, you can't cheer someone up by telling them to look on the bright side or by giving them advice. Your job, honestly, is to feel awkward and stay there anyway. Just hang right out with their pain. And I thought that was such great advice. And I think that that is what I would say to you is make yourself make it known that you are available to talk, listen, text, whatever it is, WhatsApp, and then just be there through the the awkward, hard stuff without feeling like you have to make it better or cheer them up. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I've said this before, but I'm a big fan of the, like, no need to respond, mm-hmm. thinking of you here if you want to talk, text. I love that one. So, and yeah, I'd love to hear if uh, listeners have thoughts as well. Breakups are tough. Well, now we've got something going on on the opposite side of the friendship relationship spectrum. Indeed. This listener writes, I'm writing partly to vent and partly to check that I'm not being ridiculously overjudgmental. I have a close friend who, after a few rough relationships leading up to and during the beginning of COVID, has been dating someone long distance for about six months. 
She seems totally smitten and he sounds great and I'm just really happy she's found someone she clicks so well with. Unfortunately, she's decided they've been, quote, patient enough and that they can't wait until things are safer slash more stable to travel to see each other. Due to Canadian COVID restrictions, he can't come here, so she's booked a trip and will be traveling to see him in May. Here in Ontario, we aren't anticipating having the general population starting to be vaccinated until at least July, so there definitely won't be an easing of restrictions on our end by the time she goes. She's made me one of a handful of people she's told about this, and I've been trying to be supportive and happy for her. The thing is, I'm incredibly frustrated by her decision and her selfishly myopic view at her reasons for traveling. She said numerous times that she wouldn't be traveling just for tourism, and I know she'll follow the quarantines, but I really can't see how this is, quote, essential travel. They've only been together for six months, and odds are it will be infinitely safer for everyone if they just wait a while longer, which people have done and are doing in much more serious contexts like missing births, deaths, etc. I'm also just jealous. Well, I've definitely towed the line on some restrictions, as we all have. I see my parents indoors. I've taken a few long weekends in isolated Airbnbs, etc. I've also canceled and missed out on a lot of things. So as to protect myself and everyone I encounter, like everyone else canceling travel, I'll be watching a friend's wedding on Zoom that I would have probably been in. I've only seen my grandmother once. How can I put aside my frustration and jealousy when she talks about her trip with me now that she's booked it and won't be changing her mind unless new restrictions come into place? Am I just being overly sensitive or petty? This is like the the classic COVID conundrum. The classic COVID conundrum. I, a thing we would have never even thought about a little over nope. a year ago. And now here we are. <sighs> what do you say, Dory? What do you say? Well, I think to the friend, if the friend brings up the trip again, I think they should be honest with the friend and say, it's really hard for me to hear about this trip. I I don't want to talk about it anymore. And that's it. Like you can set that boundary. And in terms of how do you put aside your frustration and jealousy? I mean, I think you either can allow yourself to be frustrated and jealous, which is an option, or you can say I can only control my own actions and there's there's going to be people who, you know, do things that I think are disappointing. But if I let myself be consumed by this, it's it's not going to be good for my mental health. That's ultimately where I landed when because for a while I was getting like really upset about every time I would see someone like post from a restaurant or something. And I was finally just like, I I can't. I can't let this negative energy consume me. Yeah, you're only hurting yourself with that stuff, yeah. huh? Yeah. You know, and and I don't know fully what the Canadian COVID travel restrictions are or like how this will work if you're only supposed to travel if it's essential. I mean, is getting laid essential? Possibly. Yeah, and you know, I... I think that it's it's hard when you have been single and alone for yeah. all of COVID and then, you know, you you do find someone. I do think it's a lot to ask to be apart. I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to go so far as like condone it, but I also think I I will say I I understand it. It's totally. I mean, like beyond just the excitement of meeting someone who you've been dating long distance for 6 months, like just physical touch and human contact, yeah. like these are things that we deeply miss when we don't have them. Um, yeah. And this person refers to camping with my partner who I live with. So, right. you know, I do think we need to have some empathy for people who don't have the comfort of a partner who they live with. Boundaries and empathy feel like two really good focuses for this listener. Set the boundary because you don't have to be there. If it's making you uncomfortable, you can... Yeah, I, you seem like a very kind, gentle friend, and I'm sure you can find a way to say this that is appropriate and have empathy for their situation, but also, you know, know that there is you can only control what you can your own actions. Yeah, as Dory said. And good luck to you and to all our Canadian friends. Indeed. Oh my gosh, have I ever shared on the podcast how a listener told me I was the most Canadian American they'd ever heard? No. I think I texted it to you and Sammy, but I don't think I ever mentioned it on the podcast. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. The greatest compliment I ever received from a listener. Thank you, whoever texted us that. Oh yes, I do remember this now. (laughs) It feels very accurate. It does. All right, let's hit this last email and then we'll take a break. Let's do it. Okay. A couple of months ago, my partner of nine years left me. We had been together since we were 17 and are now 26 and 27. We lived together, had been planning a life together, like saving for a house, talking about engagement, etc. And it hit me like a bus. Unfortunately, I'm now at the age where a ton of friends and people I know are getting married. And I can't help but feel dread because it feels like I just had to hit the reset button and I'm starting from scratch in my late 20s. I thought Dory in particular probably had experience with what I'm feeling regarding seeing other people have these life events and yours might not come till later. Specifically, one of my oldest friends is getting married in June, and I'm a bridesmaid, all caps. I love her so much, and I'm so happy for her, but I'm dreading the bachelorette weekend. I really can't bail. I need to do it, and the wedding itself. I had really been looking forward to celebrating her with my partner by my side, and now I'm suddenly single, and I don't know... I don't know how to not just mourn that this could have been me in a couple years. Particularly, I'm having trouble being all, yes, true love, love of her life, meant to be together, a type of energy that is expected with being a bridesmaid. Like, how, do I even believe in that right now? Yikes. TLDR, how do I not be a sad, a little sad, bitter person when I'm hurting so much, but I'm so close to someone else's celebration of love? Oof. Hmm. Um, I do have experience with what you're feeling. I totally see you, listener. Ugh, it sucks, especially when you're like in the thick of that period from like your late 20s to your mid 30s where like mm. it seems like everyone is getting married and to have to go to weddings, especially of close friends when you've just come off of a breakup is brutal. So I totally, totally see you. My advice to you is I think you have to fake it. Oh, go on. Not what I expected. <laughs> I know. I love I know. when you when you really <laughs> shock me. It's so satisfying. <laughs> I think that this sucks. It really sucks. But 
And, you know, I remember I went to my sister's wedding when she was 27. I was 34. No romantic prospects had, you know, dated a string of unsuitable people. Was in the midst of a relationship that was truly going nowhere. And I remember going to the wedding and thinking like, oh, God, like how I want I I can't make this about me. This is not about me. This weekend is not about the fact that I am single and older. This weekend is to celebrate my sister. So I, I put on my big girl smile and I was a great maid of honor, if I do Aww. say so myself. Aww. Even though I was like kind of bummed, yeah. you know? So I don't know. I'm sure some people will disagree with my uh, my suggestion, but... That's kind of that's kind of what I think. Unless unless you're just going to drop out, I think if you're going to participate, you have to fake it. Well, and maybe I don't know if you have this listener, but do you have a person who you can like be texting while this is all going on who can eye roll and be like commiserate? Because I feel like sometimes getting through these kind of experiences like having a commiseration partner whether they're there in the present like in real life or over text. It's so helpful. It's so helpful. So do you have that for yourself? If not, can we find someone for you? Can we match make you to someone who's commiserating? That's a great idea. I love that. Um, and I also would say like, you're not a sad, bitter person. Like, I, no. I think, you know, like, be kind to yourself, because this is really hard. And being dumped and relationship ending and the utter shock and change it brings to your life is devastating. And so don't downplay that. You have a yeah, right to your feelings. I don't want to discount that. No, I, am, I know what you're by saying. By no means saying don't feel those things. I'm saying for this one weekend, yes. try to just be excited and happy and bring that kind friend. of energy that is expected. I know it and, sucks. I know it look, sucks. Look, okay. I'm imagining, first of all, listener, that this wedding is happening in a world where everyone's vaccinated and this is very safe. Because I don't know what's going on here with a bachelor party and everything. It's June. Okay. So let me just say this. But can you go to this wedding and just like live up your best single self? Have fun. Don't have to worry about taking care of another person and making sure they're having fun. Dance. Do whatever you want. Go to bed. Sleep in your own bed. Find a hot person to make out with if it's physically COVID safe. I don't know. Maybe there's some fun to be had for you there as well. Yeah. And I do think that there is an element of like, sometimes when you fake it till you make it, you kind of... You make it. End up... You make it. So sometimes I think when you just try to put on the 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 excited face and you end up actually having fun. So I would, I would suggest a reframing of the narrative, if you will, mm, in this, in this particular situation. So, and you know, again, I invite listeners to disagree with me. We, we see you. We feel for you. We love you. Yes. All right. Let's take another break. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older. 
and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back with a voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. I am calling about Tech Neck. Um, I am concerned about the visual implications of Tech Neck. Um, what to do. I mean, just being almost 40, and I think the neck starts to take some changes, and then um, being hunched over cell phones is not all that great. So I'm curious if you, either of you or listeners, have any recommendations for um, kind of how to combat some of that. And also, what are, um, are there some options that people have figured out for good posture while using their cell phones? Um, I text a lot with clients. That's the best way for them to um, get in touch with me. 
And so um, I try and honor that versus the email route. And um, that means I'm kind of like hunched over a lot. So just curious um, for the structural piece of my body and also the vanity, um, what suggestions are. Thank you so much. Have a good day. We also got an email that said, I'm wondering if you or your listeners have any recommendations for improving posture. I'm very tall and sitting and standing up straight is something I've struggled with on and off over the years and it has gotten worse during quarantine. Would love to hear any tips or tricks. So we've got tech neck, back pain, posture, vanity. It all kind of ties together. Yeah. Okay. My first thought for the tech's tech neck, I mean, one, cream your neck, keep it moisturized, give it a massage, love it. Don't let your skincare stop at your chin, right? Like go down, massage yourself, get in there. I'm wondering for the specific listener, can you set up your ergonomic workspace and text from your computer? Mm-hmm. So that you aren't hunched over on your phone. I mean, I do a lot mm-hmm. of texting from my computer. Me and that too. Way you're at least sitting. Um, you can even put like your phone on a stand. I, I mean, I, I think there's ways to kind of set up a workspace for you, so you're not just like hunched over texting all the time. That is good advice. Well, thank you, Dory. Well, you're welcome. Do you have any um, other thoughts on tech neck? I just try when I am texting on my phone, I try to like hold my phone up to eye level Mm. so that I'm not like looking down. Mm -hmm. I don't always remember to do it, but I, I, I try to do that. But, you know, it's just a a feature of our modern world. Yeah. I was going to say like, get off your phone, but you have to use it for work. So, you know, it's not like me who's TikToking. It's It's, yeah, that's really hard. Um, and then uh, in terms of improving posture, I also think this is one of those things where you have to be mindful of it and like constantly remind yourself to not hunch, to sit up straight, et cetera. Yeah. I'm a fellow tall. I'm five foot ten. You and are a fellow tall. Posture has been something I have struggled with my entire life. Um, part of it, I think, is just like my shoulder bone structure, and part of it is, you know, being five foot ten at the age of eleven, and you know the drill if you're very tall. Uh, and the thing that has helped uh, is physical exercise, Pilates, like improving core and back strength has helped my posture and also helped with pain. So mm-hmm. Pilates and weightlifting are two things that have really helped me. Um, and then the other thing that helped that helped me was learning to play basketball because I started to own my height in a way that I had so much of my bad posture came from shrinking myself. And so finding ways to really encompass my full body and own my size was really empowering. And I think it helped me learn to kind of just physically change how I position myself. But you you have to like you have to work those muscles. And so Pilates and and actually lifting weights is what's really I think helped improve mine a bit, not perfectly at all, but those are I my tips and tricks. That's great advice. Thank you, Dor. You're welcome. Kat. Anyone else have tips or tricks? You know where to find us. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I think our activity for the week is to sit up straight. 
Oh, heck yeah, it is. Especially if your boobs are supported, you're going to feel more comfortable oh, sitting up yeah. straight. Throw those shoulders back, baby. Get those 34 triple Ds in the air. <laughs> oh, or yeah. Or whatever you've got. Whatever you've whatever got, you big have. or small. Yeah. They're Let beautiful. them out. They are. Wow. <sighs> this is quite a podcast. <laughs> it really really has been we talk about everything all right all right it's been a pleasure we'll talk to you all again soon thanks bye bye